Frankie, come, come on. Frankie, come. Good boy, good boy. Sit, good boy. Down, down, good boy. And stay, stay, good boy. How about you? Can you sit down and stay for the next half hour? This is Spotlight on Assistance Dogs. Hello there, and welcome to the December 2020 edition of Spotlight on Assistance Dogs. I'm Devon from Canada. Well, it's been quite a year, hasn't it? I think we had high expectations for this year, and it didn't quite meet those expectations. However, I do think the one thing that it taught us is to not take quite so much for granted. Well, let's get underway now with a song by Adam Faith called Lonely Pup in a Christmas Shop. Soft brown eyes that seem to say Stay a while, I want to play Would you, could you do, please stop He's a lonely pup in a Christmas shop Thank you, lady, thank you, sir Is there someone else that you'd prefer? He's not selfish, just a flop Though he wags his tail in a Christmas shop Mr. Santa, if you would Send him someone else so good Someone who will take him home For everyone to see Christmas time, a Christmas tree With a happy family Pity him, he's got no pup He's a lonely pup in a Christmas shop Mr. Santa, if you would Send him someone else so good Someone who will take him home For everyone to see Christmas time, a Christmas tree With a happy family Pity him, he's got no pup He's a lonely pup in a Christmas shop Shortly after I got home last Christmas, I found a poem in my inbox, and I think it acknowledges the fact that losing our precious pups uh, from time to time does happen. So, in honor of everyone who has lost uh, a guide or service dog this year, Here's that poem called My First Christmas at Rainbow Bridge. 
my first Christmas at Rainbow Bridge from Facebook in loving memory of all the pets we have lost, author unnamed. I see the countless Christmas trees around the world below with tiny lights like heaven stars reflecting on the snow. The sight is so spectacular. Please wipe away the tear for I am spending Christmas with St. Francis this year. I hear the many Christmas songs that people hold so dear, but the sounds of music can't compare with the Christmas choir up here. I have no words to tell you the joy their voices bring, for it is beyond description to hear the angels sing. I know how much you miss me. I see the pain inside your heart, but I am not so far away. We really aren't apart, so be happy for me, dear ones. You know I hold you dear, and be glad I'm spending Christmas with St. Francis this year. I sent you each a special gift from my heavenly home above. I sent you each a memory of my undying love. After all, love is a gift more precious than pure gold. Was always most important. The stories I've been told. Please love and keep each other as St. Francis said to do. I can't count the blessing or love he has for each of you. So have a Merry Christmas and wipe away that tear. Remember, I am spending Christmas with St. Francis this year. You know, I tell people fairly often that what I should do is take three or four showers a day because that seems to be where ideas pop into my head. And that's the case with this story, which I decided to call Ophthalmo at the North Pole. When Mrs. Claus reached Santa's workshop with a big apron full of children's last-minute letters, she expected to see her husband standing over one of his many elves, giving a kind word of advice so that the toy that was being made would turn out just right. Instead, she found him sitting in a corner, fumbling with a screwdriver. Are you taking a break? she asked incredulously. I thought you'd be hard at work. I can't at the moment, dear, he answered. You can't work? she asked, more puzzled than ever. Christmas Eve is only a few days away, for goodness sake. I can't see very well, he told her. Everything is a big blur. Mrs. Claus dropped the letters onto a nearby table. Let me drive you to the hospital, she said. No, dear, he replied. I can't leave the elves unsupervised. She opened her mouth to argue with him, but thought better of it. Very well, she said. I'll be right back to read today's pile of children's letters to you. With that, she was gone as fast as her legs could carry her. As quick as a wink, she returned with a doctor at her side. Santa, she began a little hesitantly, I decided that if I couldn't lead the horse to water, I'd bring the water to the horse. This isn't a situation to be trifled with. Surely you must know that. Hello, Santa, the young physician said, before Santa could say anything. My name is Dr. Snow. I'd like to have a look in your eyes with my special instrument here. By the way, do you happen to have diabetes? The young doctor asked as he glanced down at the rather substantial belly before leaning in for a better look into Santa's eyes. 
Well, our family doctor has said that my blood sugar is a touch on the high side, Santa admitted, but but nothing, Santa, Dr. Snow interrupted, holding up a finger. You have lots of bleeding going on there at the back of both eyes. It's a condition called diabetic retinopathy. You need to come to the hospital immediately so that we can get these blood vessels lasered and save as much of your sight as we can. Once Santa and Dr. Snow were well out of earshot, Mrs. Claus moved in to take charge. Hello, everyone, she greeted loudly, raising a hand to quiet the din of chatter, drilling, sawing and hammering. I have something to tell you. Santa has had to go to the hospital for emergency eye surgery. I need to be with him, but before I go, I need to know who is the chief elf. I am Mrs. Claus, Snicklefritz answered, stepping forward. You go to be with Santa, and don't worry about a thing. We have plenty to keep us busy and out of mischief. Please tell Santa that we love him. On her way to get her parka and purse, Mrs. Claus stopped in at the office to call a friend who worked at a guide dog training center in southern Canada. Oh my, that's terrible, Jane exclaimed when she heard what had happened to Santa. But what will we do? Mrs. Claus asked. Christmas Eve is at the end of the week. How will he ever manage on his annual trip around the world? Is there any chance that Santa might be able to borrow one of those well-trained dogs of yours? Jane was saddened to hear her friend's voice cracking under the stress. But she had to be practical. The request that Mrs. Claus was making was fraught with danger. Still, she found herself struggling to find a solution. I can't give you an actual guide dog with a harness, Jane explained. That would be very unprofessional and unsafe to let Santa loose with a young dog who hasn't had a lot of training with an honest-to-goodness blind person yet. But, she continued slowly, as an idea took shape, I do know of a retired guide dog in Yellowknife named Ophthalmo, who is looking for a home. Ophthalmo means I, you know. Santa would have to walk with him on leash, but at least the dog would keep him away from accidentally falling off the edge of a roof, because the dog wouldn't want to fall off either. He wouldn't be able to slide down the chimneys like Santa does, though, she concluded. Mrs. Claus chuckled as she wiped away tears. Oh, no problem there. Our chief elf, Snicklefritz, will help Santa to distribute the presents. 
Santa will need him to read labels anyway. Before they knew it, Santa and Mrs. Claus had a new addition to their family in the form of a lean and lanky yellow lab. When the sleigh was packed tight, Chief Elf Snicklefritz snuggled himself between Ophthalmo's front paws, and they were off. There are pups and pups and dogs and dogs, they're all nice, you'll agree. But there's one little pup I know you love especially. Poppy the puppy lives right in Santa Claus town. And though he's just a little pup, he's funny as a clown. Poppy the puppy hops up on Santa's sleigh. He helps him load his pack of toys, then barks, we're on our way. Poppy holds the reindeer reins between his fluffy paws While climbing down the chimney goes good old Santa Claus Poppy the puppy loves little girls and boys He checks the list, you won't be missed, you'll get your share of toys Just a little pup, he's funny as a clown. Poppy the puppy hops up on Santa's sleigh. He helps him load his pack of toys, then barks, we're on our way. Poppy holds the reindeer reins between his fluffy paws. While climbing down the chimney goes good old Santa Claus. Poppy the puppy loves little girls and boys. He checks the list, you won't be missed, you get your share of toys. Happy little, peppy little, funny little, cute little puppy, the puppy. And that was Poppy the Puppy with Jean Autry. A few years ago, a lady named Lee Storm, who is absolutely brilliant, she lived in New Jersey, she wrote a drama a four-hour drama, as it turned out to be, called A Most Unusual Vacation. And you can still get that if you go to TGV Productions. And the voices that she used were all synthesized voices. And she called them the synthocast players. It was absolutely so, so clever. It really was. Um, I certainly would urge you to give that a, a listen if you can. So after I heard that, I took a poem to her that had been written by Brandy Arnold called "'Twas the Night Before Christmas, a guide dog edition. And she did the same to that as she did 
uh, with the play that she wrote. So here, thanks to Lee Storm, who has unfortunately passed away now, uh, is "Twas the Night Before Christmas," Guide Dog Edition. "Twas the Night Before Christmas," Guide Dogs Edition, by Brandy Arnold, December 11, 2014. "Twas the Night Before Christmas." Copyright 1996, Janine Stanley. Twas the night before Christmas and the kennels were still, with most dogs now asleep having eaten their fill. The Labradors sprawled out, quite snug in their beds, while visions of anything edible danced in their heads. And the Goldens and Shepherds curled up on the floor, some twitched in their sleep and some even did snore. The dog food was stacked in the feed room with care, in hopes that a trainer soon would be there. On the window ledge, one of the kennel cats lay, surveying the lawn at the end of this day. Something was different, that little cat knew. Tonight something would happen, it had to be true. For that day as the workers had left to go home, they'd wished Merry Christmas. Before starting to roam. The dogs had noticed it too, during this past week's walks, the trainers seemed just that much happier and eager to talk. In the mall where they worked through the maze of people and stores there were decorations and music and distractions galore. Most dogs pranced along without worry or fear, but some balked at the man on the sleigh and those fake-looking deer. The cat was almost asleep when he first heard the sound, a whoosh through the air and a jingle around. It reminded him of a dog's collar when the animal shook, but this sound kept on growing. He'd better go look. From the ceiling there came a faint sort of thunk, as the kennel cat climbed to the highest pile of junk. Once before people had worked on the roof and come down through the trap door to a chorus of woof. But the dogs still were quiet, all sleeping so sound as this man dressed in red made his way right on down. He patted the cat as he climbed past his spot, then made his way right to the trainer's coffee pot. A shepherd sat up, not fully awake. Then a golden followed her with a mighty loud shake. That did it. All the dogs sprang to life with loud noise. In spite of the din, the old man kept his poise. He filled the pot full and it started to brew, then he pulled up a chair and took in the view. Dogs all around him, so carefully bred, he knew well their jobs, the blind people they led. Some had stopped barking and looked at him now, while others delighted in their own deafening howl. Laying a finger in front of his lips, the jolly old man silenced the excitable yips. You all may not know me, but I'm Santa Claus. The old man smiled and took a short pause while he filled up his mug with hot liquid and cream. I've always wanted to stop here. It's been one of my dreams. The cat had climbed down and was exploring Santa's sack. Yes, little kitty, that's an empty pack. Santa smiled as he drank and looked at those eyes, deep brown ones and gold ones held wide in surprise. Some of these dogs, he'd seen just last year. He'd seen the effects of a pup on the tree. But now they were here at the school, just waiting to be. I didn't bring you presents or bones just to chew. I'll tell you something better, what you are going to do. You all will work hard and the trainers will share both praise and correction, gentle and fair. You'll go lots of places and face big scary things. You'll ride buses and subways and hear fire sirens ring. Cars will drive at you but you will stand strong, not moving into danger, not moving toward wrong. 
and then just when you think that this trainer is the best, the kindest, and funnest person, toss away all the rest. The trainer will begin to ignore you and give you away, handing your leash over despite your dismay. Now the person who pets you and feeds you will be a blind person. That's a person who can't see. This man or this woman may see just a tad, but their view's missing parts or the focus is bad. So you, while trained dogs, will act as their eyes. You will work as a team and discover the size of this great world we live in, because you will go a million new places with this person, you know. Sanda sipped at his coffee and looked over the brute, knowing what he had to say next might sound kind of rude. Not all of you will make it and become canine guides. Your time here isn't wasted though. You won't be cast aside. Some of you will be drug dogs and some will find bombs. Some will become pets in a home with a dad and a mom. All these things are important. People wait on long lists to receive such good dogs as you, the school folks insist. The last drop of coffee had gone into his cup as Sandy turned, smiling at each wide-eyed pup. The best gift of all is to give something back. That's why there's nothing for you all inside of my pack. Draining his mug, Santa went to each pen, and petted and scratched each dog again and again. Now next year and many more years after that, you all will give gifts wherever you're at. You might lick a hand that's in a bad day, or notice a car and step out of the way. You might help catch a crook or discover some loot, or just bring some joy to a tired old man in a funny red suit. Your master will love you and treat you with care. In return, your training and trust will always be there. After the last dog had been petted and soothed, Sanda put away the coffee pot and made ready to move. Up the ladder he rose to the door high above with a smile and a wave as he slipped on his gloves. And all the dog ears were pricked as he disappeared out of sight. Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas to all, and to all, a good night. For this next musical selection, we'll go all the way back to 1948. It's the Billy Mayo Quintet with I Want a Dog for Christmas. I want a dog for Christmas, not just a toy dog. I want a real live boy dog. I want a dog for Christmas. Won't someone listen to my plea? I want a dog for Christmas. A pup or grown dog. As long as he's my own dog. Give me a dog for Christmas and see how happy I will be. I'd like to nerd him or a cocker, a setter or a scotty, a poodle or a giant St. Bernard. I'd like a black and white Dalmatian like in our fire station, a shepherd who would be a faithful dog. I want a dog for Christmas. I'll buy the collar. I'd spend my own last dollar. I want a dog this Christmas. 
want a dog for Christmas. Oh, I need a dog. I don't want just a little old silly toy dog. Doggone it. I want a real live, sure enough boy dog. Wanted one last Christmas, but I didn't get it. Oh, I want a dog so bad, I sure hope I get one. Please, Santa Claus, I want a dog. just about brings us to the end of another Christmas edition of Spotlight on Assistance Dogs. You know, January this year, or this next year in 2021, will begin on a Friday, so I will be with you again on the third Friday, which is January 15th. I think that's just about the earliest in the month that uh, my uh, show could appear. In the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful festive season, no matter where you are or what you're doing, or uh, and hopefully it will be safe. I'm looking forward to wonderful things in 2021, now that the vaccine for COVID-19 uh, is being injected into people's arms. That'll be great. So I want to wish you a very happy festive season and all the best in 2021. Usually I finish by trying to say Merry Christmas in as many languages as I can. However, I think that there is someone who does it much better than I can, and that is Jose Feliciano, as he sings Feliz Navidad. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening. Prospero año y felicidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Prospero año y felicidad.
Navidad. You are listening to the Global Voice, radio for all.